You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw. And in today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down the top five business lessons I learned in 2022. So a couple of things to keep in mind here. This is coming from the knowledge of spending about $12,000 in masterminds and in coaching. And I would probably say another, let's say $5,000 in different courses and trainings and working with some experts that uh, have some pretty crazy uh, street credit working with. Amy Porterfield, Frank Kern, and some pretty high-level people in the online uh, marketing space. So I'm going to be pulling from all of that wealth of knowledge and bringing you the top five things that I'm going to be doing differently in 2023, I would say, but also breaking down those lessons that I've learned through all that energy, whether it be time, investment, learning, all the all the things in uh, 2022. I'm going to start first with number one, which is going big ticket over small. So you might have heard an episode I recorded a couple of weeks ago uh, with one of my good friends, uh, Bria Gad, and we were talking about this concept and it's been something we've implemented in our business over the last year. What this actually breaks down to and what it means is a big ticket item is something that provides high value. There would be a high cost to it and it delivers big results over something that would be a small ticket item, which potentially I wouldn't say it's like the highest value possible, but there is value to it, obviously. And it's a small price point. So both of us have made the shift to big ticket items and focusing more on those things. And actually, now that I think about it, where this came from as well, I was doing a course with a guy named Aaron Fletcher, where he talked about this, that you have to be a master marketer if you are going to promote small products. And that actually, when you promote higher ticket products, it's actually easier than small ticket products. You have to have a ton of money to spend for small ticket products. And the other place I heard this was actually from a company we work with called Gravy. And they were doing, basically, you had an opportunity to jump on a call with their CEO. And I chatted with him for about half an hour. And one of the things that he was saying in their business and recommended us to do was really look at the higher end of our funnel and what we could help and offer people 
that maybe we overlooked before or didn't want to do. And that's when I kind of got to work on it thinking about, okay, well, at the higher end, we could help people more individually. This would involve taking on network marketers that were sick of the old outdated tactics and really were invested in doing something different, which included creating a signature offer. It allows them to not only create a big ticket product for themselves, but completely, completely differentiate themselves from any other people out there. Once we started getting into that kind of transformation and launching our mastermind, it became very evident that people were also struggling with the tech side of when you get into offering your own product, what does it look like to set up your own funnel? And myself personally, I'm toaster level tech. Like I'm not big into trying to figure things out. It's not my happy place. It's not where I'm going to be the genius in the room for sure. So I have always had a group of people on my team. And that would be obviously my my number one. My husband is the tech genius on our team and he has a team that works with him. And they have dealt with a lot of the tech hiccups or the tech drama that could come from building out funnels and doing those things. But I've never had those hiccups because he's always been involved. So that was something that I realized that there are a lot of people out there that struggle. The tech holds them back or you end up having to pay up to $1,000 a month for having the tech options that I have always had. And these are things like being able to have different sales pages and be able to build out courses as well as like having a website and email server and different things like that. Just in talking to people, it became really evident and getting on those individual calls with people, which was a requirement of big ticket items. It helped me to understand where there were gaps in the market and how our offers actually really needed to change. And then what spun out of that, of course, is that once you have a signature offer and you're able to differentiate yourself as a network marketer, then you get your funnel in place, which we've been starting to help people with. Then the next logical step is you need ads and you need somebody to run those ads. Because again, if it's not your zone of genius and you haven't been in the ad space and, you know, working with, you know, Facebook is rolling out changes on the daily. If you're not in that space all the time, it can be very overwhelming, especially when you're spending your, you know, hard earned money on those things. It's important that you have the right person in the right seat on the bus helping with those items. So it was through these realizations and having one-on-one calls that I realized there were three different opportunities actually at the top of the funnel, which were big ticket items over small, that we have really tweaked the the direction and the focus that we have in our business and where we're going. And I would say that for network marketers out there that are looking for what's going to be that big next step in 2023, this will be the same for you. It will be creating a signature offer, a big ticket item, something big over small that is going to really 
not only in the process, you're going to learn and understand what your market actually wants, but it's going to allow you to scale so, so much faster. And so this brings me into point number two, that customers change, so should your offers. So for a long time, we had the same offers that we were always putting out there to our audience. And that always involved a lot of done-for-you posting plans and you know some basic level things. And we definitely found that this year that those offers were not working the same. It was like something was shifting in the market and people were not exactly wanting those same things anymore. Like we noticed actually in January of this year that we needed to make a shift towards providing people with reels and that we needed to move more in that direction of, okay, what are the things that people actually need help with? And we made some pretty major changes in our business model and what we were offering. We started to add not only reels, so we added the audio to our done for you memberships. We added IG stories. And even coming into the tail end of this year, we're adding Facebook and Instagram mini challenges to the membership as well. We're just rolling it out at the beginning of this year coming. But things are always changing, not only in the online space, but whatever space you're in as a network marketer, it's also changing, whether it's health and fitness, it's beauty, it's skincare, you know, whatever you sell, things are always changing. And the conditions in the market are always changing as well. When we went to work with one of our mentors at his house there in Seattle, he was telling us about this book that talks about the four different times in history that people's intentions change and people in the world have different ambitions and things they're going after. So all of this layered in tells us that customers change and so should your offers to to replicate what is going on, what they need help with right now. And that is where you can start to see some momentum in your business. So in making some of these changes, being adaptable, not being stuck to We've always provided this. So that's what we always need to provide. That's where we were always most successful. It's being open to the fact that you really want to understand your market so that you can make sure that your offers are being tweaked just as your customers are changing and you are in communication with your customers to understand what those changes are. Hey coach, I finally have something that I've been dreaming of providing for you. I know that you definitely didn't start this business because you really felt like pestering your friends and family and getting ghosted by everyone. Chasing people down or having to follow up with them is definitely hard work and it can feel so awkward and uncomfortable for everyone involved. But your upline probably told you that this is what successful people do. And they didn't mention to you that unless you're this superstar salesperson right off the bat, you're going to struggle forever if you keep doing it that old school way. 99% of coaches quit because they suddenly declare themselves this expert online and then go back and ask everyone who knew them to just start buying from them when they just started working out last week. And this problem applies to all network marketers, not just coaches. 
But the 1% that actually succeed have made it because they've caught on to a different system that's been proven to work. And it's just something that nobody really talks about. It's all about taking some simple steps to position yourself as an influencer first. So soon, instead of asking people to talk to you, you'll attract ideal customers who are already excited to learn from you and buy from you. They'll know exactly what you're about and how you can help them. Go to ashleyshaw.ca slash F your upline to learn more and see exactly what I'm talking about. You don't have to hunt people down and make them talk to you in order to get your bills paid for the rest of your life. Check out my short book called F what your upline said and get an entirely different approach that will feel much more organic and authentic. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash F your upline. I'm so excited for you to start implementing these four simple changes in your business and see how it absolutely transforms how you feel about your business and the results that you're able to get. Okay. Number three here is simplicity actually makes you money. And the thing is, when we overcomplicate things, not only is it difficult to execute on, but you can't package it up and sell it. And one of the changes that we've made in our business is thinking about this idea of Whatever processes we're running, we need to have them so simple that everyone on the team gets it and we can simplify it so much that we can actually sell it. So I'm going to give you guys an example. One of the things we've been working on is we have been, because we're offering now done for you funnels and taking care of the tech for people, we used to have sales pages that we would create and we would have multiple copywriters involved. We would have multiple edits back and forth, and there was a huge amount of time and resources put into different sales pages. And it was overly complicated, and it could never be repackaged, repurposed, and ever used for our customers. So an example here would be, I've taken the idea of this and created a done-for-you template on, okay, fill in the blanks of these things, like What is your customer's biggest pain point? What is the best thing about your solution and how you solve the problem? And coming up with a templatized system so that you can fill in the blanks and that is going to help you actually create your sales page. Because when you can do something like that, when you can package something up and when you can take the complication out and you can break something down to actually be understandable that 90% of the population can do it, then you can sell it. And when you overly complicate things, it doesn't help. One, you actually run that process over and over again. It makes it really complicated and expensive and it's impossible to sell. So I would really push you guys to think about what is it in your business that you could simplify? And this is everything, right? From when you're teaching somebody about how to eat right or how to take care of their skin or you know why certain makeup is better for you than others or hair products, et cetera. The more complicated that you make something, the harder it is for people to follow. So even when it comes to building out your own signature offer and certain things you might be thinking about in terms of bigger ticket items, don't overcomplicate it, but definitely It needs to provide aha moments. It needs to be teachable. It needs to be simple so that people can get it and then you can package it up and sell it. Okay, so 
let's move on to number four. Start with the marketing end in mind. So what this means is that you essentially will have a an end product, and this will probably be your big ticket item. So if you start with that end product in mind, what you can do is you can actually extract things from your signature offer or whatever that end product is, and you can create your lead magnets or your tripwires or you know different things along the way that are going to help people actually be qualified to get to that endpoint with you. So when you start with the marketing end in mind, it's much easier than trying to build out your funnel the opposite way. You always want to start with, okay, this is my core offer, my big ticket item. These are the things I'm going to teach. And when you have that in mind and really complete clarity, it makes everything else in your business so much easier. So I'll give you guys an example. When we decided that the number one way that we want to help our customers is by helping them create a signature offer so that they can separate themselves and to see a sameness of other network marketers. It made it so much easier with things like our customer service or what we refer to in our Facebook groups, because we know that ultimately our job is to educate people along the way to help them eventually come to the realization that, you know, you can keep doing network marketing as you know it. But if you really want to get to six and seven figures in a short period of time without having to, you know, make your hundred list and and send out a hundred cold messages a day, then you need to do something different. And you need to be able to use your signature offer as a way to springboard you. And you can still have your network marketing products as upsells and different things like that. But you don't want to just only have a network marketing offering because you can't scale it. You can't use ads or anything with that. So when you start with that in mind and you build out, okay, this is what my offer looks like, you'll have so much more luck being able to pick out those pieces along the way. And so how we've done that too in customer service and in the podcast is we've been able to direct people to episodes that we know are going to help close those gaps for them or workshops that, again, we know are going to help close those gaps for them. And it helps to fast track people to the best information that they need to have those aha moments so that they're not, you know, because we were at, I think, 160 something podcast episodes. So it could be easy to send people on a wild goose chase. But once you hone in what your end product is and what you need to teach people, like what are the steps they need to get there? It's so much easier to know where to point people and it simplifies really every process in your business. Okay, moving on to number five. You don't have to do all the things, but you need to do the 5% of things. So I went to a mastermind a couple of years ago. And one of the things that my mentor at that mastermind said is that there are the top 5% activities that actually produce revenue in your business. And there are a whole bunch of things that don't. And it's your job as the CEO of your business to figure out and focus on what the top 5% of those things are and to be able to start to outsource the rest. So the top 5% of things that would be most important in your business would be the face of the business. No one else can, you know, can be the face of the business if you are the brand. So that means you will be the one in the reels, probably, most likely. 
you will be the one recording the podcast or going to the photo shoots. That has to be you. Now, when it comes to other things, like for example, maybe it's writing your posts or someone designing your funnel or helping you put together a signature offer, that can be somebody else. But there are a certain number of tasks that only you can do. And if they help to drive revenue, that has to be you. That has to be your focus. The other thing would be creating offers. Um, And I would encourage you, you know, when it comes to email marketing, sales pages, all those sort of things, you know, learning how to create that copy and that to become a part of your skill set is an important piece just because you know your customer best when you can answer questions, for example, like if I reference the sales page template I started with, uh, with talking about that, the better you understand your customers, the more that you can answer those questions with ease, know that you're on the right track. That is going to help you become so much more successful at creating offers and selling. So I would say that those things are intertwined. Like you do need to know your ideal customers as the CEO of your business. So don't take on all the things. Not all the things in your business actually matter, actually produce revenue. Again, another example of this is we used to think, oh, every month we need to do a promo. We need to have something that we're sending out to our list and started to get to the point that we were doing a ton of work to do this. And it was just starting to feel like it wasn't a great use of our time or resources. So we stopped. We stopped sending out promos every month and uh, we started focusing on the bigger transformations, the higher value trainings and education and masterminds and courses at the top end. And we haven't noticed a, uh, a difference in revenue in that regard due to that. So I think it's about being selective with your time and not being afraid to try new things, but making sure that the top 5% of things in your business that need to be taken care of to drive revenue are done by you. So those would be the top five business lessons that I have learned in 2022. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with me today. And make sure if you love this episode, leave us a comment and tell me which one of those things was the biggest aha moment for you and what are you going to be implementing in 2023. So we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Social Selling Simplified. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified. Simplified.